0: Blog Talk Radio. This is George Gamod, and I'm back. It's Thursday. You ready? Hey, it's almost Halloween. Today is the 18th. We have less than two weeks to Halloween. Are you excited? Are you into it at all? I am. Oh, for a lot of different reasons. Like it's just a really fun festival time of the year. And one thing about Halloween, and I wasn't the show is not about Halloween, but I, one thing I like about Halloween is the idea of a costume. Be, be something that you... <laughs> Identify with something that you are deep inside yourself. You know, you put on a costume and it's a reflection of your inner personality. If you're a pirate, oh, you're really a pirate, right? A cowboy on the old west, a princess, whatever it is. It's it's a time to kind of show the world that inner you, that person, that that you dream about that you aren't. I guess you could be from the roaring nineteen twenties, you could be oh an astronaut. Just you know so I always think in terms of Halloween. And and it's a reflection perhaps of of a famous person from the past that you identify with, or maybe even a past life. I had a past life as this. I was so that that's my little take on Halloween, and I think it's fun and to see what kid I love the joy that kids go through. I know that's a lot of candy and <laughs> yeah, but it's fun it's it's an enjoyable time of the year, so we're going to talk about what are we going to talk about. We are going to talk about magic but and the law of attraction. ooh, how fun, I'll let my spirit guides talk to you about that, but before we get into that, another thing that came to me today was the idea of a brand what is your brand when people hear your name what do they think of now when you hear the name coca-cola you have a vision an image you may like it or dislike it same thing with apple like apple computers or apple you know it's more than computers isn't it there's a lot more to go with apple than that phones music okay so when you think of apple you think of their brand or well any of those companies right any of those big companies microsoft You know, AT&T, whatever it is, they have a brand, and you identify with the brand. But what is your brand? And I was thinking about that. What do I want my brand to be when I'm no longer in the physical world? What do I want my brand to be? How about you? thought, well, wouldn't it be cool if people thought of you when they saw your name or saw your face, they would think that this person is love. This person is generosity. This person is kindness. This person is forgiveness. This person is compassion. This person is passionate about life. Is that your brand? There's so many people out there that you think when you see certain people, and I want famous people or political people, you don't necessarily identify. You think of greed. That's their brand, right? Greed, anger, frustration, selfishness. So, what is your brand? Think about that. Hmm, my brand is. So, I I kind of like to fall back on people who remember me as spiritual, okay, kind, joyful, uh, have a great sense of humor. Interesting, you know. So, what is your brand? Think about that. Think, think, contemplate that for a little while. Write it down. My brand is. And who are you? What What do you what energy do you put out into the world that people want you want people to think about think about you when they see your name or they see your face what is your brand think that's i that's a side point and but i thought it was kind of an interesting concept or to con, something to think about when, when you go through life how do you want people to see you what is your brand okay so we're going to talk about magic and the reason i got into magic is I've always been fascinated with magic. Now I re- I was raised in a very conservative Christian thing, and and that you know, magic was considered a little bit on the occult side, a little bit on the not quite the Christian thing to think about is magic. But I always loved it. Even now, I love to see magicians do their thing, and and I kind of look at magic as being, well, it's illusion, correct? I mean, there's the illusional part of it. It's an illusion. They they trick you, the mind, you know, right, hand is quicker than the mind, eye and all that fun stuff. But I always like to believe at some level that it's something greater than that. It's something beyond that. That's my, that's my take. But let me define the word magic for a minute, and I'm going to jump into an article I found I thought was rather interesting that correlates, kind of ties together magic and the law of attraction. the similarities of it and i'll let my spirit guides talk about that so what do you think about magic what do you think about the law of attraction being magic that you're bringing something into the world out of nothing you know it's like that rabbit in the hat well there's nothing in the hat you know nothing up my sleeve okay so out of nothing comes a rabbit comes a, a pigeon you know, the cards, right? How do how does somebody know? How do they do that? Now, of course, we all understand a lot of that is, is illusion. I, and I look at people like David Blaine and Chris Angel and some other magicians. There's there's a lot of them. And how do they do it? I know it's illusion, but sometimes you think, well, maybe there's more to it than just illusion. You know, someone, I guess David Blaine would levitate. And you think, how can he do that? And then people will explain, well, from the scientific, you know, and this is how the illusion works. And but don't you want to some at some level believe? That it's more than just an illusion that's real? That they're able to take something out of nothing? Okay, let's get into the definition of magic from a couple different places. From the Webster, Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the use of means such as charms or spells believed to have supernatural power over natural forces. Ooh, that's kind of cool. An extraordinary power influence seemingly from a supernatural source. And then there's the illusional part, being able to take illusions through illusion and create that. Every time there's a movie about magic and mystery like that, I I was watching a movie like on that last night called Beautiful Creatures. And it's from 2015. I guess Emma Thompson's in it and um, Jeremy Irons It had a lot of magic in it. I was kind of cool. I like this, you know some dark, some light. Okay. So we'll give some people use magic in a weird way. They try to, they cast spells, you know, so I'm not into casting spells or anything like that. But I do believe that out of something you can create nothing. And that sounds like the law of attraction. Now, Wikipedia has a little different take on it. So let me read a little bit about the Wikipedia. Magic in is a category in Western culture in which has been placed various beliefs and practices considered separate from both religion and science. Historically, the term also had certain connotations with certain labeled magical perceived as being primitive or foreign. So, you know, magic has been around for a long time. Okay, but it the basically core of the idea of magic is from something from nothing, you're creating something. Something, you're pulling in something from nothing, right? Okay. What do you think about that? You think that's a great thing? Okay, so let's, let's tie it in with the Law of Attraction because this is a great article. It's, the title of it is, Is the Law of Attraction Black or White Magic? Ooh. You think about that. Now, what is dark? What is white magic? It's done for good. It's done for good purposes. You would kind of use magic if you want it, spells and chants and so forth to create rain when it's been dry for a long period of time. You think of it that way. Out of nothing comes something rain, right? Doing a rain dance. It's kind of a magical spell that you're putting out to the universe, to whatever you believe is receiving that that. Spell that that request, and you're creating magic, or dark magic could be done to cast a spell. You know, they, they put a doll of somebody in the refrigerator, put pins in it, you know, cause harm to somebody. That's dark magic. You know, that's, eh, you know, I'm not there. I, I never could want to go there. But the author of this article is William Bloom, B L O O M, and the website is William Bloom dot com. And it doesn't really, I'm sure. If I got into this a little bit more, I could tell you a little bit more about him. Look it up for yourself. WilliamBloom.com. Okay, this is from July, about over 10 years ago, July 11 years ago. 30 years ago, I watched a group of men in suits standing in a circle chanting on, on one of the Earth's greatest. Greatest sacred sites. Afterwards, I asked, "Why were they? What were, what were they doing?" And one replied, "They were chanting for business and financial success." I was shocked. I shouldn't have been so naive. The following year, I decided to leave my career and take a spiritual retreat. I lived for two years in the southern Morocco, in the High Atlas Mountains, thirty miles from Marrakesh. Towards the center of the walled ancient city, there was a square of shops and stalls dedicated purely to magical paraphernalia and sorcery. And that sounds like fun, doesn't it? Ooh, a whole little region of, okay, I don't, that, I don't know if that's enticing to you, but I would find that really fascinating. We'll go to a place like that, bats with bat wings and toad eyes and spider webs and stuff that would shock you if you, if you named them. What rabbits' foot, What are some of the magical things that you can hold? Good luck, right? To create good luck, I, that rabbit's foot thing, I think is kind of cruel, unless you, you know, if you're desperate for food, I guess. I don't know. Uh, one day, I was shopping for some incense, and a stallholder asked me for some. One asked me the most basic of questions: Is it for God or for the devil? Hmm. For him, the question was as straightforward as a wine merchant asking, do you want red or white, white wine? He was not asking a moral question. He simply needed to know what frequency, I love that word, the incense would vibrate. Frequency or vibration, right? This is the most fundamental and practical questions when asking with energies or working with energies. In another language, magic. Is it for positive or is it for negative? Is it for light or is it for dark? All magic and sorcery is based on the principle that similar vibrations are attracted to each other. Now, that doesn't sound that sound familiar? I read that and I go, hmm, law of attraction, right? Like attracts like, right? This is the fundamental law of attraction of what was identified as simple, sympathetic magic, a phrase to be used by the Victorian anthropologist J.G. Frazier in his book, The Golden (sighs) Pro*. So, for example, if you have a negative attitude and radiate negative energy, you will put yourself in resonance with other people's negative energies and attract it to you. Now, that's a basic principle of the law of attraction. What is your brand? Let's go back to that concept of the brand. What is your brand? What is the energy you want to put out into the world? I'm going to put out love. Well, guess what you're going to attract? It's magic. No, it's the law of attraction. It's the same thing. You're going to attract love. So what is the energy you're putting out there? If you're attracting – okay, let's keep going. This is an interesting article, and I, I like, like the connection between the law of attraction and the idea of magically putting energy. Okay? You will put yourself in residence – with other people's negative energy and attract it to you. Equally, if you vibrate with positive energy, love, compassion, joy, humor, you will harmonically resonate with positive energy, and it too will be magically connected and attracted to you. So yeah, you could say the law of attraction and magic are pretty connected energies. I love it. Maybe that's why I was always interested in magic, even though I was never supposedly to be interested. I always felt that you could put something out into the universe, God, spirit, whatever you call it, and you could get something back. I knew about the law of attraction. I was attracted to it as a child and I didn't know it. How cool is that, right? Let, let me, the article goes on. Let me give you two more examples. If someone wants an attractive and intelligent partner, then that person needs to be attractive and intelligent in the first place so as to be magically similar. You know, a friend of mine once said, good psychic I knew, he said, you know, nines attract nines. Threes attract threes. You know, the one to ten scale. Well, she's a ten. Well, he's a ten. Well, nines attract nines, threes attract tre- threes. That's the vibration you're putting out there. That's what you're attracting back. Someone vibrating with neediness will only attract someone who else with the same vibe. So, if you're a needy person, if you're a desperate person, it, it, and I love that in the sense of when you when you when you talk to somebody about it, you and you want to say, well, will I attract somebody? Will I find love? Yes. But what are the energy you're putting out there? You're putting out neediness, Well, guess what you're going to get back. I've always heard this from I've always I've heard this from people who will say to me, "How come I'm attracting the same kind of person?" I seem to be meeting the same kind of person. I say, same person, different skin. Same vibration, different skin. Same person, but in a different skin. It's true. This is so true. Cool. Isn't this cool stuff? I mean, it's amazing. Think about it for a while. How magically we put out the vibration and we're getting the vibration. The second example is from Talismic. Magic. If you want to make a Talisman to help you be more courageous, then you attract courageous energy through appropriate objects that resonate with courage, such as the images of Mars and heroism, the metal metal iron the color red and so on you know colors have a really transformative aspect to them so using these objects as tuning sticks or receptors you then attract the frequency of courage the shields right The shields the the emblems that reflect a certain energy right and you're attracting back you know what, you know, you think of a shaman. What do you think of a person dressed as a shaman? A warrior dressed as a warrior, right? Whatever. You see a police officer. They they're not dressed like a like a beatnik, or a hippie, or a you know. Peace activists—they're dressed dressed in a military-type outfit. That's the energy they're putting out, right? That's the energy they want to put out to the world. They—they get courageous because of the uniform they're wearing, gives them that power and strength. Or a soldier, right? A soldier doesn't—I mean, obviously there's, there's 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 a protective element in this. But a soldier puts out this very dynamic uniform that shows strength and courage. They're, they're living off that energy. All of this is sympathetic managing following the law of attraction. It has been taught usually in secret for thousands of years. There are also add-ons and techniques that can amplify this power. When I first began to study this field of energy work in my early 20s, my teachers reminded me to make a clear decision. Was I engaged in white or black magic, the high art or the low art, selfish or generous, love or greed, God or the devil? So what's your intention of the law of attraction? Energy work and the law of attraction can be used either to feather your personal nest, selfishness, right? It's me. It's all about me. It's all about what I want, of materialism, or it can be used as a spiritual path. I love this stuff because, you know, I've always wondered, and I always talk about people and the law of attraction. I'm going to attract millions of dollars, and I'm going to live in a big mansion somewhere. That's okay. Okay, as the article goes on. As a spiritual strategy, the law of attraction is used for positive good. For example, in healing, communicating with the innate natural world, and in opening up to the benevolent flow of the universe. I love that. The benevolent flow of the universe. This is true personal development. Material wealth and financial success do not bring personal fulfillment. Let me clear here as the article goes on. I like money and want everyone in this planet to be clothed, fed, and educated, safe, comfortable, and happy. I have known many rich people, but I have never seen money reaching deep into the emotional healing. Many people who have lots of money behave like selfish Anxious criminals. I could see that so much in society today, right, and the political leaders. You know, what is this money doing for them? They're attracting money. The vibration they're putting out is attracting money, but is it for spiritual growth? Is it for helping humanity? I do not recall any great spiritual teachers suggesting material wealth as a path to enlightenment and love. Buddha renounced the material world, was explicit about desire being the source of human suffering. Christ suggested that the love of money is the source of all evil. And it is easier for a camel to get into the eye through through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Think about that. You know, we have a lot of Christians out there. (laughs) Did they ever live by those principles? That that having material, lots of material things, is not the way for spiritual growth. I mean, it helps. I mean, if you go out, go out to go to workshops and you want to go to sacred sites and you want to meet spiritual teachers, you need a certain amount of abundance. I I I understand that and I get that. And but it does it take two billion dollars to do that? Does it take a million dollars? How much does it take? Right? You're taking care of your responsibilities, your family, you know, caring for your health, and you have some money and you want to go take a retreat. Beautiful thing to do, right? Maybe you want to expand it. And I believe in loving kindness. I believe in sharing. I believe in giving. You know, we're sieves, we give out. Money comes to us so we can help others. Is that what you believe? Oh no. no. True abundance. So, what is real prosperity and abundance? Is surely the experience of being connected to the profound richness of cosmic ex- existence, infinite creativity, and abundance. Does how does how does gold on the earth compare to the fire of the sun and the power that produced our galaxy? To fully experience spirit, the Tao, God, whatever you want to call it, is a wonderful sensation of awareness of being connected with, and part of the. Oceanic flow of never-ending creative cosmic event. I like that's kind of an interesting sentence, isn't it? Prosperity is not to be to do with material riches. It is a cosmic spiritual experience. Let me read that again. How much time do I have left? I'm having so much fun with this article. I have to. I don't think I'm gonna. I may have a little time for my spirit guides, and hopefully, they'll just do a ditto. Oh, ditto, We agree prosperity is not to be is not to do with material riches it is a cosmic spiritual experience unfortunately some people have taught about the law of attraction and the cosmic order have either forgotten or ignored the cosmic dimension sometimes they even show off about the material success and have the creak to claim that they are being spiritual or sharing a great secret Okay, we won't go through. <laughs> we'll leave that one alone, right? Worse than that, to promise material success is, as a solution to life's problems is morally wrong and psychologically stupid. Well, okay, that's a pretty heavy statement, and you can agree or disagree. That's not my statement. I'm just giving you an opinion on magic and the law of attraction. It is a false promise. How does it support anyone's true s- soul calling? Now, I, you know, I'm going to stop there. Eat, eat, eat hold on for a minute and let's get back to this basic idea. One of the reasons you want to use the law of attraction is to attract so you can help other people. You can be generous. You, you can assist others in life. That, that there's more happiness than in giving and receiving. So if I'm asking the universe for material gain, it's for me to share, to give, to you know take care of my needs, my, my, what's really important to me, and then also to be able to give to others, help others in less need. And shouldn't that be the role of government? They receive taxes. Why are they receiving taxes? Or why, what is the purpose of government It's to assist those of lowest amounts? You know, the older, the older the, those that are sick, those that need a hand up, those that need an education – This is my own little take on it, and I'm going to give you that. This is my little political statement, which I probably – hopefully won't repeat very often, is that the role of government is to support the least and not the most. The role of government – and we'll throw the military out of it for a moment. We won't go into the military thing. We'll get into the idea. And then sometimes the role of military and, and, and that sort of thing is to assist the least to protect the least, protect those who need protection the most, right? Isn't that what it is? The downtrodden, the ones who are being suppressed by authoritarian whatever's, right? Both internally and externally. That's the role of government, the role, of, but the role of government and taxes that are being paid into government is for the assistance of those who most need it. That's my opinion. Education and healthcare and a safety net. That's the role of government. The rich can take care of the rich. The wealthy can take care of the wealthy. They don't need a lot of government assistance, and that's just the highways and certain intercommerce, you know, that sort of thing. But the role of government is to guarantee peace, love, okay, freedom, okay, and the pursuit of happiness. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of the happiness is that's what I was going to put out there. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for everyone, not just the rich. So I believe that the role of government is that that, that passing through of what they receive is to benefit those who need it the most, not the most, those who need it the least. With health care, with education, with a safety net. Some countries get it some countries understand that because it's a benevolence it's a love it's a kindness it's a respect for all okay I've kind of gone off on a different tangent but that's my belief about government that's about my belief about the law of attraction that the law of attraction is about yeah it's about material things it's about things that you need in your life it's about love it's about a new job it's about these things right but it's mostly about advancing you as a human to a spiritual level of a connection to source energy. It's about being connected to higher vibrations. It's living uh, living from the basic principles of love, forgiveness, kindness, generosity, compassion, empathy, and I always throw in there having a sense of humor because I believe that that that's one of the real principles of love is to have humor, is to have that, that, that attitude of joy. Humor is joy, right? If you're joyful, you're laughing all the time. You're having fun. So the law of attraction is to introduce those things into your life, that love, that prosperity, which is not necessarily just financial prosperity. There are some really rich people who get it that take their money and pass it through to help others. Pass it through. They do it. They do their businesses because they love the business and they, they're fortunate enough to be very successful at their business, right? So they realize that they're grateful. They have gratitude for what they've received and their gratitude is then expressed in loving kindness to help others. Basic principle, simple. What do you think? I'd love to have your opinions on that. So if I can help you – Overcome those obstacles, those low vibrational tendencies that keep you from reaching your goals, that keep you from vibrating at a high vibration, so you can attract what you want in your life not just the prosperity, but the love, the generosity, the opportunities to express yourself. So I'm having fun today because this is a different topic. So think when you think of Think of the word magic. Think about putting stuff out to the universe, the vibration to the universe that's going to attract certain things into your life, right? Attract certain things that you want, but also what will benefit yourself and others. Think of others. Kind of cool if we all put others first. Love your neighbor as yourself, right? Love your neighbor as yourself, Love those around you. Love those least among you. Express towards those least among you. Those are the basic Christian principles it really feels like people are ignoring in our society today. They use the law of attraction. Unknowingly, they use to attract things from themselves in a very selfish way. Are you doing that? But are you using it to benefit everyone else? to love everyone else, to show love to everyone else. So think about that idea. I'm going to probably do a Facebook. If you're not with me on Facebook, join me, because I'll do a live Facebook on this whole subject, because so I think it's really a valuable subject to think about. How do we use our magic, our vibration, to attract not just for ourselves, but for others? Love you guys. I will be back on t- tomorrow. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about but I want to help you in some way. Thank you. Bye.